Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of a woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. I know I've said this to you via text. Vianetta. So I tried a new Peloton instructor. <gasps> and it's the hot German guy. Okay. Right? Whose name is like Klaus or something, right? Eric Klein? Mm, I believe okay. so. Something like that. Claude Dwenga! Uh, it, first of all, you think that everyone that's on the board can speak English. And I guess there either is subtitles for some... Or there's an English version. Somehow. I want to take a foreign I was class. on the strict German uh, Peloton ride. Okay. Uh, there was no rating. Oh, this, I, I right? rating like R-A-T-I-N-G. I was like R-A-I-D-I-N-G. There was no, there was no Bonnie rating. <laughs> there's no, there okay. All Bonnie all right. rate all the time. But there were just panty raids. Right. Um, there was no like, you know, 6.8 level uh-huh. or 7.9. So I'm like, well... Okay, well, it's got to, there's, there's going to be some English in here somewhere. Uh-uh. So he starts the, he starts talking, and usually it's like they speak in their language, then they speak in English or whatever. Not a fucking clue. So I'm like, well, maybe I'll come after the warm up. Uh-uh. There really isn't a warm up. This is like full on fisting. It, it's like no lube, no warning. <laughs> no, and, and it's I am not just warm. like, and I am, and I don't want to stop a ride because I've never stopped a ride. Oh. To get off, I didn't pull the emergency brake. How long was this? This was only thirty minutes. And oh, I thought you I was were on the bike it. for two days. Yeah, it was. <laughs> he's like so jacked, and you're like, I, if I want to look like this guy, because here's where the body dysmorphia kicks in. Another reason why you don't get off the fucking bike. You're like, uh-huh. look at those pecs, look at those arms. Apparently, it's because I have to suffer like this, and I need to learn German. Right. Yeah. And I have no idea. I so saw there's no course either, so I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> You know, this is like this There's is like, no guidepost. You yeah. have just been dropped off a cliff. I didn't see the roller coaster before I got on. I have no idea the dives or anything. Uh-huh. And I don't know what the fuck he's saying. So I don't know when he's like, okay, we're gonna do a hill in ten seconds. Only did I figure like, oh and eins, eins. <laughs> and that's what it is. So like eins apparently is one. <laughs> and it gets kleine... so, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. At this point, eins that's is all one. It's like, all right, all right, eins, and it gets louder. The, like the the longer you're on the bike, the eins is louder, and I am like talking back to him, but I'm also like flirting with him at the same time because <laughs> I'm just like, I'm like and- so he's yelling, and then I, I, I can't help but like, not I I can't ignore the the playlist because I'm like, is this guy gay or not? I don't understand. Because he's built like a gay man, and he's smiling, and he's flirting with me, and I'm feeling things I probably shouldn't be seeing. Like, I like uh-huh. shouldn't. I'm like warm, and not because I'm working out, but I'm like, I think I'm getting an erection on this bike. <laughs> My testicles are going to hurt in a second. And he's like, at the first song, like right out of the gate, is like the share song. I'm like, well, so maybe. Yeah. I mean, because I think it was like a '90s playlist. Okay. '90s playlist. So '90s. Like, '90s playlist. Nine. Nining meaning no. Nine no. So there's a share song. There's a uh, Britney Spears song. Mm-hmm. There, oh yeah, okay. There is a in uh, 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 sync song. There's a Lady Gaga song, uh-huh. and I think there's a Christina song. 
And then what comes Are the back? songs in, in English? Yes. Okay. Sadly, second. A Whitney Houston song. And, and you're telling me you think he's not gay? And to wrap it up, it's a another Cher song. I can for, I can understand the one share song and be like, oh, it's Believe or whatever the fuck it is, uh, which it wasn't. But then to fa- to like bookend it with another share song. But like one of the lesser known ones. Yeah, and I'm like, like you haven't is- seen the best of me. Correct. And uh-huh. he, like, I, I'm so confused because I don't think that he's gay. I think he's just European. There is However, a real fine line there. Oh, and also there was a Spice Girls song in. Uh-huh. And at one point he, so I made the mistake, I did it twice. So I took one class and the second class, I had no idea because it was like Euro music, which I absolutely hate, except for he threw in a, um, a Whitney Houston song. <laughs> and now I, now of course, I'm, like, I'm riding the- he's not gay and European. So I'm riding this bike, you know, like rock hard, just like ready, like sweating, like ready to like move to Germany. <laughs> And he starts singing um, intermittently Whitney Houston songs, and I'm like, "Stop singing! Like, don't, don't, don't fucking ruin it!" It's kind of like when you're like having sex with a guy, and he's like, "Who fucking fuck my tight pussy you're like, hole?" Stop talking! Like, no, don't look at me! Don't, don't look at me! Cliff, get out of here. Cliff, stop speaking! <laughs> Cliff, it's Cliff Twinger. I think that's his name, right? I don't know. Now I'm obsessed. Eric Yeager. That's what his name is. Oh, it's Eric Yeager. <laughs> And he, I want to ride where should. somebody is just he's, yelling at me like that the whole time. He's, and he's smiling like this way. It's like he's either smiling because he's flirting with you or he's going to he's gonna like smiling with you and then he's going to like take a knife. Yeah. He's either angry or German. Right. He's either gay or European. Yes. This is so mm-hmm. I suggest any reader that has a or a listener who has a Peloton bike. Reader. Just go on Eric Yeager's bike. And uh, prepare to be flirted with. Maybe uh, you'll figure out if he's gay or European, which I think that he's just European. Although, the, no, the the singing to the Whitney Houston song, it's like it's one thing if you sounded like Whitney Houston, but it's like, you know, would you ever watch like a gay guy, like a gay go-go boy at a bar and he kind of you're like, I don't know what music you're listening to, but that is, first of all, that's terrible dancing. <laughs> and unless you're just dancing with your testicles. <laughs> And that's kind of like, he's like, it's not right, but it's... And I'm like, please Ew, stop. Oh, God. No, 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 no. Just let Whitney do it. She's got it. She nailed it. But he's been told by, you know, the Peloton people. There's like, you know what? People like it when you sing a lot it's of It's charming. I'm, und, I it's not charming. It's, like... <laughs> oh! it's sounding more, Eric, hey, a couple notes. It's sounding more like orders than you're actually singing. It sounds more it's like... It's not right! <laughs> it's but okay. it's okay! It's nice! Wait, did you just say something about Germany's a world know. power? I don't... I don't getting, you know what? We're all real that. sensitive ever since the war, so maybe if you could dial it down a shade. I'm telling you, it is an experience. Like, I got off the bike, and Mark's like, oh, God, because Marcus likes any, like, hot uh, Peloton. <laughs> He's like, how was it? I'm like, I don't know how I feel right now. I don't know if I came or not. I don't know if I finished. <laughs> I just am dripping wet, and I. I wanted I don't to hear really what it know. sounded like from his side while he's hearing you on the bike. It's like it's not right. Oh, uh, oh I can't. So many voices. When he started singing, when he started singing, like no, 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 like Mark's it's like, like Linda Blair in The Exorcist. You're like, what voices are coming out of that room? <laughs> well, I have my AirPods on, so Marcus has no idea what's happening. So he's just listening to me. So all he's hearing is like, no, 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 no. <laughs> No, 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 wit, no singing. Whitney, no, no. Or I'll be like, Eric's, or like, he'll be like, all right, it's a tough, like, whatever he says. And I'm like, God, this is tough. God, you're so hot. 
It's like, I'm just like screaming it out loud. I'm like, fucking ride this. I'm going to fucking ride this fucking bike. 20 more minutes. God damn it. Like, just like, you could never go back to Soul Cycle ever again. No, but I, then it was like, maybe I'll be a Peloton instructor. I have some fucking, I could ride some great music. And then I'm like, I. Can't I? I'd be, they'd have to bleep me out all the time. How like, many you're gonna go- fucking ride this one. You fucking take the seat off and just ride the pole. <laughs> Wait, like what? I couple complaints, Patrick. A uh, couple complaints from the Peloton. How many of us have really thought? I have thought on several rides. I'm like, I could be a Peloton instructor. Yeah. And then I get about ten minutes into a twenty minute ride, and I'm like, I couldn't be a Peloton no. instructor. I can't. How, first of all, I sweat like a pig. Mm-hmm. I sweat like my father. I, nobody actually wants to see somebody effort that hard. But maybe that's what people need to see. If you're at home and you're like, how are they making it look so easy? I'm never going to be better than this person. Maybe the instructors need to be somebody that you could surpass. Well, Me. some instructors stop and kind of give a little lecture. Yeah, but they're fake. And no, but they still are at a level of fitness. Eric? That you'd be like, mm. Jaeger never stops. <laughs> like- I never stop. It's like Hans and Franz. It's just like, we're ready to bomb you up. Do you believe in yes. life after, after love? love? I do believe. I've been fucking going to Germany right after this. Every you want right. to take your shirt off. I believe you. Oh my God, your dress is so big. I Did he just do a ping pong trick? <laughs> of course I'll marry you, Eric. Can we just take a 30 <laughs> second break? I know I'm not meant to take his class because I just hurt myself doing an impersonation of him. And that means I am not ready for Eric Jaeger. Uh, Eric Jaeger. Are you ready for a Jaeger bomb? Speaking of steamy, so I was at a birthday party the other day, and this is probably going to get a little bit too graphic, but... Oh, please do. Someone was explaining the art of fisting. What birthday party was this? It doesn't really matter. You know when you're like... (laughs) Uh, just kind of like bouncing around a conversation and then this kind of slips in and you're like, it's literally like you've taken a breath and it's, and we're holding, we're holding. Cause you're just like, uh, well, ironically, that was probably what they were saying. You take a breath and then we're holding. This is the art of fisting. <laughs> so the actually, subtle a friend art of, of fisting. A, a friend of ours was, um, uh, 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 what was he? He was at a party and someone was talking about the art of fisting. So he related <laughs> it this. Make it sound, you keep saying it like it's a book. It has to be. <laughs> like, it has to be. There's italics. In, so he was talking about the art of fisting um, by Lao Tzu Young. And, <laughs> the uh, art of bread nodding. Exactly. First you say hello to the anus. <laughs> You bow to the Anus. And you calm it down. Yes, and tell you what's about to happen to you is going to devastate you for the rest of your life. He was so, he was kind of like, so here's what happened at the party the other day. So basically, he's saying, repeating the story at another party. And the way he was explaining it, I was like, this is so. First of all, completely inappropriate for where we are. Uh, well, well, first of <laughs> at all, a kid's okay. Party. I was about to say, set the scene. Are we at a Chuck E. Cheese? That's the only place that the art of fisting is maybe looked upon a little bit. So I'm bit, making balloon you know. animals, and I'm like, is it like this? So we're standing at that pizza buffet at Chuck E. Cheese, and I'm, I'm like, I'm sifting through the pepperoni trying to find one that's not burned, and I was talking about the art of fisting. I can't even imagine. I cannot. 
imagine fisting or the art of it or well, writing got, the art the of thing fisting. is it got me into thinking because we've had minor sex conversations on the pod but this one because yeah. i i had to like Do you okay, want to open it up i <laughs> i wanted to open i was trying to like you know always trying to get stuff for the pod but i was like listening without asking too many questions okay. that were offensive you were passive in this i was saying group. yes to the conversation instead of saying no oh you've learned from me right because ever since you said no to joel gray I'm disappointed in the choices that you make when I you leave this I have to set space. some boundaries between my work life and Joel Grey. And Joel Grey. And fisting. You see how this you see how the the, the pebble skips? Yes. Yeah. I do think we should buy like the Barbara Eden uh genie lamp so and put little, <gasps> like a tiny Joel Grey in. Oh there. yeah, I'm sure that there's like an action figure Joel Grey. Kids love Joel Grey. <laughs> it's right next to the Avengers. It's in between that and the Star Wars if you go to Target. <laughs> next to the Dudley Moore. <laughs> <laughs> if they just had action figures for us, the people that we like to talk about. Whoa, a whole girl and girl's action set. This is, is that designing women? I'll have one small Julia Sugarbaker, please. That's strange. I've never seen a Christopher Cross doll. <laughs> In between. <laughs> so getting back to fisting. Okay, back to fisting and the art of it. There has to be an art to that. You I've can't never... just go running into a fist. And First of all, I... Don't condemn any sexual practice, except oh. if it's harmful Fisting. and involves children and animals. Oh, you're, you're just saying that here as a disclaimer, just, but you're completely wanna, full of shit. I um, have not at all interested in this, ever. Okay. Isn't that what happens at the box? Fisting? Yeah. Aren't there like crazy sex shows at the box? Uh, yes. I would giggle like a fifth grader. I I think they'd actually make me leave. It's a little, well, I don't, it's a little, well, it's definitely avant-garde. Uh-huh. And there's a, there's a lot of drama to it. And there's an art to what they do with the box. Have you been the to the part. box? Several times. What? Yeah. What? I want to go to the box. You should. But you're going to have to get drunk to go. You can't and go in And don't sober. drink a shot that comes from the stage. No! Oh! I, 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 I'm going to take that advice. Because let's just say that a woman was very aggressive. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> Why did I have a piece of cheese before we did this? I, see? You're punished. Right? I, God's punishing me for eating dairy and talking about what happens at the... Oh, I thought about you. Okay. Speaking of fisting, uh, I thought about I you the, the other morning okay. uh, because I had another psychic download. Okay. So this has been happening to me every morning. Was... My eyes open up at six uh-huh. and occasionally something has been dropping in. And a couple of weeks ago, it was David Miscavige. Last week, it was uh, Lee Iacocca. Right. And this week, for no reason whatsoever, eyes open, Carbuncle. Who? Don't know. Carbuncle? Carbuncle. I Googled it, and it means an abscess that with the staph infection in it. So, so you have an abscess? I'm going to say that Lee Iacocca maybe had a carbuncle, and I'm, I don't know. Here's the thing. I'm getting huh. shitty psychic messages in bits and pieces. It's like Mad Libs, or it's like um, Christmas Story, where he has to be sure to drink your Ovaltine like I need a little decoder pin. Oh, right. I'm probably getting a full sentence. 
that's being delivered to me in small words okay. and bits and pieces. Do you have any new medication that's... Uh, no, but I am having Jubilee sent to me in the mail, so maybe what? that's going <laughs> to... <laughs> what? what? You're saying what's... Ju- Jubilee. Jubilee. What's a, that? It's a medicine for your feet. Oh, no. What is I went, it? I went to the foot doctor. I've, I've been to many foot doctors. This right, a, at this point, wait, I need I, I need a witch doctor. Wait, is this about what I think? Yes, I. But I'm having other issues that have sort of just developed. I beat the shit out of my feet. I'm, I run. I I I apparently just put them into an open flame. I don't know what I'm doing to them, but it's not pretty. I I've been trying to land on trees mm-hmm. with them. And so yeah, I just I, can't. I, had I can't even look at you. I'm sorry. I have. The I just want to know. I just answer I have me the one Frito question. Frito toe visual in I my stop head. Stop it! And I can't. Have look you at ever you. had a doctor walk in with a welding mask on? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've seen it in a porn. <laughs> in a spelunking porn. Yeah. Don't want to get any in your eye. <laughs> look, I'm having. You're all having foot sorts. issues. Of course I am. So maybe you should stop running. No. Why would I do that if I do that? Well, you have a Peloton and you do Orange Theory like six times I a day. I don't do Orange Theory anymore because okay. it's one or the other right now. So, okay. uh, yeah, I'm just, uh, yeah. Right. That's all. Carbuncle. Carbuncle. Maybe Carbuncle is the new way of segueing. Maybe Joe Carbuncle. Is, well, Carbuncle, then it's time to say welcome to Dear Car- Car- Carbuncle Pod. Oh. Welcome to Dear Pod, the Carbuncle Comedy Advice Podcast. I'm your host, Carl Rove. And I'm Betty Grable. And we're coming to you from the Maha'a Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? Hey, everybody, we're all going to get laid. I was alone. I never knew. Is that Caddyshack? It sure is. I love there's a I love um when they do like the uh like twenty fifth anniversary of things and then they just like oh did you know we were all on cocaine during these scenes? Oh, it's like, always what? yeah, every movie that was made in the eighties. Yeah. Let's just assume there was that everybody's no script high. after you know the first three pages. No, they're like, like we hired Bill Murray and then we just thought the rest would write itself. Yeah, yeah, I love that. So this week, like all weeks, like we have been doing for the past two years, is incredible amounts of cocaine, mm-hmm. uh, just like the 80s. And we're, of course, bringing you the advice articles of Ann Landers and Dear Abby. We're hauling them out of the closet and dusting them off, removing the mothballs and bringing them back to consignment so then we can be judged by some Brooklyn hipster. Because that's what happens when you bring your clothes to consignment. They're like, we can't use any of this. So if you haven't already, what the hell are you waiting for? Follow us on your social medias at Dear Pod Official on your Insta, your Twitter, your face. Go to our website, DearPodOfficial.com, where we have two years over 100 episodes of quality comedy content just waiting for you to unwrap it and shove it in your face. Catch up, folks. Two years, and it only keeps getting better. I think our two-year anniversary show, in my opinion, one of the best things we've ever done. Uh, Email us any of your advice questions, DearPodOfficial at gmail.com. And finally, our Patreon page, patreon.com slash DearPodOfficial, where you'll get extra special tidbits, and you may even be highlighted in episodes like the two-year anniversary show. Correct. I loved hearing that. 
Patreon subscribers, people who have been giving us three to five American dollars a month, depending on your Patreon subscriber level. Uh, one of our Patreon subscribers reached out and said that our our premier level should be called the Vianetta. Uh, that's a fucking fantastic that idea. That is a great idea. So James Donegan, congrats. Yeah. yeah, we're going to put that in. So for the $3 level, what originally we called it like Anne's Ashtray. But I think the $5 level now is um, the Vianetta. Is the Vianetta because it's Lux. Oh, mm. let's not be crazy here. I think there people. should be Anne's Ashtray, Rumballs, Tortuga Rumballs, and then Vianetta. Vianetta. So you work your way yeah. up to the luxury, the like the premier box. Yeah, you want to feel the warmth and luxury that Yes, you I want to feel the warmth of your hand, your fist <laughs> up my bum. Thank you. Relax your hand, anyway. open up. And give us cash. And also, uh, don't forget to uh, rate, review, review, and subscribe. It's true. Drop a little uh, love our way, and yeah. wherever you find your podcast, where it's iHeartRadio, iHeartRadio, Spotify, baby. Stitcher. Look, it's Google us podcast. and Elvis Duran. And who are you going to listen to on iHeartRadio? Mm-hmm. Who do you want more? You want us. I mean, do you want? Really? Oh, um. I actually went and tried on clothes in a store the other day, and I went to like a dressing room that was off the beaten path. No, and sure enough, was there a somebody light there? walks in. Oh, there was no. a light on, but I was like, "You hear me in here? You heard?" It's a woman who like had worked there, but she came in to like show another person, like, "Oh, I'm gonna open up a door." But like no knock beforehand, no knock. Was it a door or was it a curtain? It was a full door, but it had the slats. So you can see a physical figure through the slats. Sure. And I know that I don't register. I don't register on automatic doors. Sometimes if I'm walking, I'm totally serious. And I wonder if it's, it's less because I'm light and more because I'm so white that like they can't tell where the wall ends and the body begins, but sometimes I'll be walking and it will be an automatic door and it will not open. And I'll have to stand there and jump up and down and move my arms. Wow. I've done that also in bathrooms. Like I also automatically assume now that everything is an automatic bathroom, like automatic, you know, sinks and flushes and Uh stuff. And (laughs) I was in one the other day and I kept waving my hand underneath it. And I was like, register. Find me, find me, and then I was like, "Oh wait!" And then I lifted the. Top. I was like, "Oh, it's not automatic." But I like when it's just automatic at this point. It makes me feel like a king. I do like. I'm music. like you. Oh, you start your water for me. Give me your soaps. I I extend my hand underneath you. Deliver. But I just usually don't register on on automatic anything.s I like it when you use a, a restroom and as you do your best to. Nadia Comaneci, this the toilet, <laughs> like you know the balance the deep beam, squat, the yes. deep squat on top of it, or what have you, and uh-huh. then you at some point you're going to have to use your hands to either flush or use your foot. Oh hell no! I use my foot to I flush. I always use my. F- have you ever nearly cracked the top of the tank trying to flush? <laughs> no, because I have incredible <laughs> leg control. Thank oh, you, ballet. God. That's the only reason I'm a very good dancer. You must have a bo- ballet slipper on. Because I do. No, I, are you wearing boots? There's sometimes, like, yeah. I'll develop hay and go whoop and just tap the top and be like, oh, no. and then I'll and then I'll dismount and then I'll throw my arms up See, and then I get a five six from a German judge <laughs> and I get pissed. Sometimes I like to do an aggressive flush because sometimes what I'm doing is a dino dung from. 
giraffe so car, you think and they need it too. That a heavier hand down on the handle is somehow going to like Correct. propel more water in a more aggressive way. Um, lube up, relax, try to, to start your automatic doors with your own bodies because this week we're grabbing our bags, kids. Grabbing it's a it. grab bag week. You Putting know why? Putting our hand in that warm bag. We and need it to. <laughs> as long as it's warm, I am fine with it. Sure. Anything Doesn't matter warm, what's inside that bag. I'm accepting it. Okay. I I am ready to grab some bags this week. Yeah, we're gonna do a grab bag week, which basically means. All hands on deck. All hands on my poop deck. That's right. Because Try we... Try to clap inside. After our two-year anniversary, yep, we needed a break. We needed to give Jules a break. He was exhausted. He was like a little hamster on a wheel. So this week, we're making things easy. Tell them what Grab Bag Week is, Patois. Grab Bag is when we find articles that maybe... That more than likely stick out, but possibly don't fit in any kind of category. Stick out, don't fit in. Correct. It's the story of your... The, the, it's the art of fisting. Stick right. out, but don't fit in. That's right. So we have articles this week that have nothing to do with anything other that's than right. we just felt like picking them. Yes. Didn't fit a theme, so we forced it in. Both yeah, hands. Here's here's the thing. Do you, yeah. Should we do rock, paper, scissors? Who wants to go first? Why don't you go first? <gasps> We're switching it up. All right. This week's... First article comes from the Colton Courier, which I've never heard of before, mm. from Colton, California. September 12, 1960, a Monday. Toothpaste Tube Crusader picks on wrong columnist for support. Very long sentence. Dear Ann Landers, maybe you'll say this isn't a problem, but for me, it is. Despite my patient efforts to show my wife and daughter why a tube of toothpaste should be squeezed from the bottom... They insist on squeezing all tubed products in the middle, or even worse, at the top. Not only is this wasteful, but a tube squeezed at the top is a sorry-looking sight for the next one who must use it. A personal survey, which I conducted amongst our friends, disclosed that seven out of ten wives are squeezing tubes improperly. Will you help me in this crusade to educate people as to the practical and considerate manner in which tubed products should be squeezed? Thank you, Harry M. Wow, this is really... We're going for a theme. Yeah, this is also... It's tube squeezing. She's like, I... Something has really got to be in my bonnet today. Uh, she's done this before. It's tube of toothpaste have been issues for her in the past. We've actually, I've read an article about okay, it. So here's okay. what Anne has to say. Dear Harry, sorry, Dad. You made a poor choice in seeking a champion for this worthy cause. I'm included in the 70% who are middle squeezers. I checked with an expert on motivations to learn why people do this. Who the fuck is an expert on motivations? The answer, a pattern established early in life is difficult to break. It's too late for your wife and daughter. Maybe you can do something with your grandchildren if they are under six years of age. Anne. So here's another thing about toothpaste. Okay. Remember when they reinvented toothpaste with Mentadent and then we all had to buy those refills and it was like that big chunky no. toothpaste thing? It was. You had to buy a refill? <clears throat> it was like this like this size it's like a um like a giant dispenser 
and you had to push it at the top <gasps> and like oh. the gel and the cream came out. It's called Mented End. I, I could listen to you say Mented End Mented End. Now say it like Eric Yeager. Mented End! Mented End! <laughs> yeah, so it was from the top like right. it's like yeah, a it soap dispenser. Yeah, it didn't fit anywhere in what a bathroom. terrible idea Correct. because then two different sides come out two different holes and Correct. sometimes you're going to get something's going to clog if you're OCD this is not gonna oh go well. it's a nightmare and okay also you can't put it anywhere it's chunky I've never known any like long story short they don't, I don't think they make it anymore I've never <laughs> long seen story it. short no mentadent right no mentadent it has gone the way of sucrets I do find it fascinating that someone actually is complaining about a toothpaste because Tube. yeah like who gives a shit uh, like this, she wrote this woman. This is well, it's for it's a he, oh. which tells you everything. Guys get very fussy, and I'm sorry, you're a serial killer if you, when you get a new tube of toothpaste, actually have the wherewithal to pump it from the bottom to the top. This is isn't it already full? It's already full, but like you know, you're not. It's like touch, you don't touching start... like a 16 year old kid's dick. It's just going to explode right at the top <laughs> if you just touch it. Oh God. <laughs> And no one needs to be in the room. No, for I don't it have to, to go happen. all the way back to the sh- end of the shaft. You just hit it from the top. <laughs> I'm not going to be there all day. Is this thing on? Hello? Oh, God. Oh, it's on. It's on. It's a gusher. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I, this has been a theme for her the tubes of the toothpaste. And I don't, this is not, do you, do you squeeze from the bottom? Oh. Eric, uh, only Yeager, when do you it's empty. From the bottom, Eric. Only when it's empty. But yeah. you do not start a tube of toothpaste at the bottom and think, "Oh, I'm going to get the most out of this." Well, I mean, I, I don't. know. I just kind of grab it and squeeze it. I'm not. Yeah, I grab don't... it, squeeze it. Don't think about it. Yeah. <gasps> huh? Story of my dating life. <laughs> right. Grab it, squeeze it. Don't think about it. <clears throat> grab it, <clears throat> squeeze <clears throat> it. Don't think about <clears throat> it. Uh uh-uh. uh. <clears throat> grab it. Don't touch my mentadent. Okay. All right, hit me with an article. This is from the Carol Daily Times, Herald, Carol, Iowa, August 21st, 1969. Dear Abby, I have been married for two years and I'm expecting my first baby in about a month. We are both excited about it as this was a planned baby. My mother-in-law, who lives out of the city, came to visit us last week. And when she saw that I had a cat, she said, of course, when the baby comes, you're going to get rid of the cat. I told her, Fluffy, had been with us since she was a kitten, and I had no intentions of getting rid of her. Then she went into a big, long speech about how cats give babies ringworm, and that they've also been known to jump into the crib and suck the breath from a baby, suffocating it. Can you tell me if she is right? If there is any danger in having a cat in my house, I will give Fluffy away. Signed, Expecting. Dear Expecting, Your mother-in-law is repeating an old wives' tale, which has been circulating for years, but my experts on cats tell me there's not a word of truth in it. Being affectionate creatures, they will snuggle close to a baby, so it's best to be sure that the cat can't get into the baby's crib, but cats are scrupulously clean and do not carry ringworm. Can you imagine just like... Fluffy? Just like, all of a sudden, just like, wind fills the room, and you just see like this light coming out of the baby's mouth. This is I amazing. will suck the life out of you. Well, that was that, that movie Cat's Eye, that Stephen King movie. Don't you remember that? No. <laughs> the trailer for it, the song was, every breath you take, and there's a picture of a cat in, in front of a baby, and he's sucking the life out of its mouth. 
which is the best use of a baby in a movie I've ever seen. We all know how we feel about children in films. I I just had this baby for the breath. Look, what if you're out there having babies just to give it to the cat so that the cat can have the breath? I know it's really irresponsible, but it's just for the cat. I'm, t- I'm here for him. I'm, I've only got him for 16 years. I mean, I can make another child. Right? Children I mean, I... come and go, but cat, a good cat is hard to find. Give me two hours in a playground I can get three more kids. How much breath do you need? Because I'm pretty good. I have some good lung capacity. You've never seen, you've never seen Cat's Eye? No. You never heard of Cat's Eye? No. I'm that surprises me because that was an '80s movie, and it no. was such an '80s movie because I just remember that. Well, there's a cat. <laughs> uh, Morris wasn't available, of course. It was a black cat because black and evil. Morris from the Nine Lives Tender Vittles ad. It's like I can't believe you. <laughs> Morris from that from Tender Vittles was like, I couldn't get seen for this. Where's my agent? I should have been first in line to be seen for Cat's Eye. And they're like, no, no, no. See, you'd have to play evil. You're and he's like, I've got, I've got range. I don't just sit here and eat tender Morris, vittles. what can I tell you? You're the Jennifer Aniston of cats. Well, you cannot be in a dark film. But I can try. Can I at least no, be seen no, 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 for no. it? Look, watch me suck the breath out of this baby. No. <laughs> well, it's too late. Not my baby. No, I've already gone through five babies to rehearse for this audition. So you either want me or you don't. But I think I've got the range. That playground is unusually quiet. <laughs> Maybe that's how I get the kids next door to stop jumping on that fucking trampoline. I'm going to send this fucking cat I've over. I've got a cat here that's looking for breath. You got to sleep sooner or later. <laughs> I, we're going to watch Cat's Eye together, you and me. Oh, it's such a rainy day, too. Wouldn't it be a good day no. to watch Cat's Eye? Every breath you take. No, don't take any more breaths. Okay. All right. I have an article That's pivoting. Funny. I like that we've spent an hour jibber-jabbering, and on the actual articles, we're like, we're done. Let's go. Two minutes. Good. We've ticked the box. horror anthology. Oh, God. Cat's Eye. You know how I had to I had to remember that? I had to Google cat breath sucking movie, and Cat's Eye was the first thing to come up. With Drew Barrymore? There it is! Drew Barrymore! I mean, She was I in all the classics. I at what point are you like, I think we should stop having Drew Barrymore come over to the house. She started on fire. She's got that fucking <laughs> fucked up cat. She's sleeping with my husband. She hung out with E.T. I like, mean, it all started so well for Drew Barrymore. No wonder she drank. I mean, I mean fuck! <laughs> Wouldn't you? It's like, oh my God, I'm a child. I'm in this cute movie with this alien that's absolutely, actually terrifying. <laughs> now let's he, go over to Michael Jackson's like house or something thumb. normal. Yeah, and now they've put me in everything where I'm evil. I've got cats. I'm on fire. Um, I think also the I, guy from- She was from, in that Shelley Long movie. Let me just, let me just see. I'm going to just play the trailer for you real quick. There's your role, Patty. Something seems It has nothing to do with the cat. The cat is really... The cat's just like, I just live in the house. All this crazy shit's happening. I just smelled fish. What the hell is that? Oh, this doesn't have the one where he's sucking the life out of her, but... I'm confused yeah. if it's about a cat or not. I or think if the, the cat, the cat is, just, is like a, a medium. It's just like with the Salem witch trials. They're just caught in a bad moment. You know, the cat is like, I can see these things, but of course I can only meow. So how the, my, how the fuck am I supposed to tell what Drew do you Barrymore want me to, do? to get out of the bedroom, possibly get out of this movie? I have no opposable thumbs. I can't open a door. What do you want from me? I'm just here for the breath. 
I'm just here. I'm here. I'm just here for the, this here party's for the terrible. I'm just here for the breath. I'm here for the breath and the fisting. <laughs> That's all. And then I'll go. And then I'll, you know. Someone trimmed my someone trimmed my nails. Ew! Oh, jeez. Maybe you're into that. I don't know. I don't know. It's not no judgment. Me. All right. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do you want an article for me? Yes. Do you want an article for me? Well, it's part of the show. Oh, okay. I guess I got to do it then. This one comes from the Chippewa Herald Telegram. Chippewa Falls, of course. October 27th, 1976. The Bicentennial. Dear Ann Landers, a neighbor of mine was struck by lightning last Friday. She was buried today. I never knew anyone who had been killed by lightning before. Her tragic death got me to thinking. I wonder how many people would know what to do if they got caught in an electrical storm. I'm not sure I would know. Will you please spell out some of the do's and don'ts for your readers? Thanks, Anne. Signed, Sad Neighbor. (laughs) Dear Neighbor, first the don'ts. I like that instantly. Anne's like, I've got this. I know what to do. I've been struck by lightning before. Look at my hair. It conducts electricity. Dear neighbor, first the don'ts. Number one, don't stand under a lone tree. Number two, if you are swimming or fishing, get out of the water as fast as you can. Number three, get off bicycles, golf carts, and motorcycles immediately. Number four, don't touch anything metal, like my hip such as a wire fence, a golf club, or a flagpole. Metal objects attract lightning. Now the do's. Get out of the storm promptly and go into a building or a closed automobile. If you are in the woods, crouch down in a low area or under dense brush. If you feel your hair stand on end, an indication that you are about to be struck, fall to your knees and place your hands on your knees to reduce the chances of your body acting as a conductor. Please note, the more frequent victims are farmers, fishermen, golfers, and cyclists, and Ann Landers, who clearly knows way too much about what to do if I get struck by lightning again. Strike me once, shame on me. You have to crouch down, put your hands on your knees. So you're trying to make yourself into like a ball so that you won't conduct electricity? How does it work? Uh, Somebody in my family's house got struck by lightning. Was it made out of metal? I don't know. Siding, maybe. I I never got the details on that. The house got struck, but they didn't. Were they inside? Uh, Yeah, they were. Was the house the same after it was struck by lightning? No. I think there was a hole in the ceiling. I, again, speaking of holes, I just, (laughs) speaking of holes, happy fisting day, everybody. (laughs) I have... Big gaps in my brain as to what that story was, but I'll have to get the backstory Maybe on it. Maybe we can just edit this one out. Maybe we could, but uh, I did <laughs> look up the person who has been struck by lightning the most, and Roy Sullivan was st- Roy Cleveland Sullivan uh-huh. was struck by lightning seven times. Seven times. What was he doing? Probably touching a flagpole and and running around being a conductor. His hands were definitely not on his knees. He's like, well, I was golfing in the thunderstorm. You got to think the first time, that sucks. But by the fourth time, you're like, oh, come on. Like, what are the odds? What, this is some bullshit. Well, he was a park ranger. So (laughs) (laughs) maybe he's just working. You know, he looks like Gene Hackman. Maybe he, he was supposed to be struck by lightning. I like Gene Hackman. I love Gene Hackman. Is he still alive? Yes. Okay. Maybe next week I'll be Gene Hackman. 
Okay. What well, a he's he's the best of all the genes. Gene Hackman. Gene Triplehorn. Like I said, Gene Hackman is the best of all the genes. <laughs> I don't understand the appeal of Gene Triplehorn. I will never, I'll never get it. Gene Kelly. That's a wrong. I stand by Hackman. Go ahead. Give me another gene. And I'm going to put them up against Gene Hackman. And I'll tell you. Gene Siskel. Hackman. (laughs) I'll tell you which gene I like better. Just go. Uh, uh, Gene Natay. Hackman. Hoosiers, you know. True. I can't think of another gene. There's there's genes out there. Stapleton. Gene Stapleton. Hackman. That's true. Do you see that Jules just looked up at me like I, like I just punched him in the nuts? Gene, like Gene, the dancing machine. Hackman. Who's Gene, Gene, the dancing guy machine? who used to live behind my parents' house? <laughs> his name was Gene, and he'd go out in his yard, and every time my father would see him working in his yard, he'd go, hey, "There's Gene, Gene, the dancing machine." <laughs> I don't know why. Gene Smart. Oh, Hackman, in a second. I love her, though. I appreciate her, but she's no Gene Hackman. Well, no, but she, I still like her. Okay. You you have every right to like Gene Smart. I, I, yes, I do. I just prefer Gene Hackman. Okay. In bed. Oh. I've said okay. too much. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, I don't think that we need to call Moth today. Yeah, that's okay, because you have one more letter to do. Uh, oh, shit! I skipped right over it! This is from the St. Louis Globe Democrat, St. Louis, Missouri. That's a lot of words yes. for a newspaper. October 12th, 1959. Dear Abby, please state your opinion of an office party given at the home of a divorced woman employee on the occasion of her leaving the firm. Four married men were invited. Their wives were excluded. Oh. Their dinner partners were single office girls. It's a large office, but this was the entire guest list. When I expressed surprise that wives were not invited, I was told that it would be too much work to include the wives. We wives would have been happy to fix the dinner and clean up afterwards. Ew! Do you think a married man has to attend this kind of affair unless he wants to? All the men were fat and 40. Three were 50. When is business business and when is fun fun? Signed, Uninvited Wife. Forty and ready to fuck! <laughs> Dear uninvited, don't call this an office party. This was simply a party including some of the office help. No married man has to attend a social function without his wife unless he wants to. Yeah. Stirring the pot, Abby. Stirring the pot. Stir the pot. Just stir it gently. What? We're just going over what? It's, it starts at 11. I'll be home by 4 a.m. I don't understand what the big deal is. It's fine. Wives, no... No girls allowed. Ugh. Yeah, I wear briefs now. Why? What's the big deal? What's it? I'm working out more than ever. Yeah, it's so, totally fine. I just felt like I wanted to get in shape suddenly. Yeah, so I got my hair cut. After highlights. 30 years yeah. of marriage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. what if I have plastic surgery? All so, of a sudden, yeah. I have every right to do it. It's a penis pump. A lot of guys have them. <laughs> Her name is, is Jean. That's the name of the... Yeah, no, a lot of us are just going to go over and hang out. It's fine, it's just It's a hot tub party. It's a circle jerk. (laughs) It's just a hot tub party. They're poppers. Everyone has. It's just just like, I just want to clear my nose. Have you ever been in, like, I I talked about that couple that I know that got invited to a swingers party. These two were the least swinger 
ever. Like when you look at them, you're like, no, they actually, it would have been like inviting librarians to a swingers party and be like, well, fun's over, guys. People came in to ruin everything. John and Jane are here. Oh. I've never been invited to a swinger party. However, I did have someone live with me for like, I think a week in Chicago. And um, I, I don't know. I don't, I, I think I'm, I think I just punish myself. Like I can't have like a normal, I think like it's too, too much guilt. Uh oh. So this little punk has, he's like, I have a birthday party. Um, I'd like you to come. I'm like, great. Where With is you it? in the birthday parties. Like, it's out Who's in the suburbs. Birthday parties. This is in Chicago. Okay. So I'm like, well, I don't know where the fuck this is. So I'm bringing my, my friend with me. And she's like, where the fuck are we going? And it's like, it was so far away. And she's like, do you really like this guy? I'm like, I don't, I don't, I'm like newly out. I'm like, I don't know what this is supposed, I don't know what this is supposed to feel like. We're probably going to get murdered. <laughs> we show up to like some like Miami Vice house in like the Western suburbs of Chicago. And she's like, are you fucking kidding me right now? It's like the ugliest, like Whitney Houston mansion in Newark. Uh-huh. Um, just littered with cars. Oh. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't know if I want to go here. And then she's like, we're here now. Uh, we're going we were in. We nearly murdered. And again, yeah, there's a dead I don't deer care if we car. get killed. Yeah. The story's going to be good. This is one of the first parties I've been to as this. This, I walk in. It's exactly what it seems like on the outside. Terrible taste. It's like uh-huh. all white. Lacquer chairs. Shit. Uh-huh. Shit. And it's Plastics. like it's like an older gay man that has just come out. Oh, and then he doesn't know what to do with his money all of a sudden. Correct. Uh-huh. And there maybe there are two other women there. It is a huge <laughs> gay extravagant. Okay. Like I am like I don't even know like I I don't even know if I've been to a gay bar at this point. I am so overwhelmed by what is happening because I don't know what this is because everything, it's also like sparsely decorated. So I'm like, is this, is this a porn set? Is this, are we squatting? Like, what is this? Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, and why like, are things oh. still in boxes? Right. Yeah. And they're like, oh, hey, thanks for meeting me or whatever. So, uh, great. He takes me a tour of the house. I'm like, each room, I'm like, oh. <laughs> it's like, you're just, oh. <laughs> it takes your breath. It yeah, takes your cat's oh, eye like, breath away. Right. Like. <laughs> There's like four bottles of lube on one side. I'm like, oh my God, there's like Speedos everywhere. I'm like, what's happening? Well, that's just party prep. Mm -hmm. Uh So then he, then we go outside and there's a pool party. And like, oh no, 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 no. It is like. What's in the pool? What liquid is in the pool? You know when, you know when you see someone that's had too much to drink Uh and they're just like swimming you're like someone's either, someone's definitely going to drown in this fucking pool someone uh-huh. is definitely going to overdose and that 90 year old man is going to fuck that 13 year old and we're going to get raided right mm. and i'm like if john stossel comes out of the closet here with a <laughs> key light and wants to interview everybody this house is going to like it's going to be like priests leaving the you know uh-huh the cock at night can't wait to see you at 48 hours right mm-hmm. um so i think i think that i'm dating this person I think. Oh, so really? My friend uh, leaves to go to the bathroom. Dating the, your roommate? D- no, dating this guy that I had live with me. Well, so that, that's your roommate. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was living with me in my own bed. These semantics. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, he's living with you for one week in your bed. Yes, he was like, I don't know. I you don't know, know, you really like to bury the lead on anyway, some of these stories. Anyway, 
Anyway. And that's not so all you I'm, like to bury. So I'm up at, you know, I'm like getting a cocktail and like something to eat. And I'm like, I'm suspect. Of course, I when I go to a bar, I kind of like assess who makes what. If someone takes a drink before me, if You're they really drop You're really good dead. at like a, a running down, surveying damage before damage happens. Between this and the bathroom story, you really know. <laughs> this is, goes back to our Jonestown massacre. I'm going to let everyone else take the Kool-Aid first. Uh-huh. And then see if anyone gets a little drowsy and passes out. That's and then you and me in Jonestown, I'm terrified of the sugar, so I'm not drinking. Yeah, let's go over to the fence and talk for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Why by the fence? <laughs> so I'm sitting there, and this guy's like, hey, how are you? I'm like, fine. He's like, how do you know uh, Kevin? I'm like, uh, I'm sort of, I guess I'm, I don't I'm just sort of hanging oh, out with him. No. He's like, oh, yeah, me too. I'm like, excuse <gasps> me? And him too. Yeah. And him. He's like, and her. He's like, oh, and I, that. Oh, Oh, okay. He's like, it's not a big deal. I'm like, eh, it kind of is if you don't know that, right? He's like, you want to go upstairs? I'm like, what? Oh, no. I'm like, no, I don't. But thank you. Oh my god. And then my friend comes. She's like, hey, what's going on? I'm like, we're leaving. He's like, what? I like, I think it's time. I think it's time for us to go. Other between the the rape that's happening in the pool, and uh, my boyfriend is now dating someone else. I think it's time for us to go. I don't know where we are right now. I don't know how the hell we're going to get out of here, but we're going to go to McDonald's and we're going to forget. Fucking <laughs> oh my god, your boyfriend was getting passed around like a church. So I'm like, she's like, oh, she's like, all right, I'm just going to get a cocktail and leave. So he's like, hey, where are you going? And I'm like, you know what? I just think, yeah, I, I'm not really. I don't really get this. I don't know where the fuck I am, but I think I think we're good. I think we're good here. So, and he never came back to your apartment after that. (laughs) But he lived with you for how long? Like seven days. So we get in the car and (laughs) we look at each other like, "What the, what the fuck, what the fuck was that? Like what? Like we're putting like hand sanitizer like all over our body. Like what the fuck was? Oh my god! And then we do like a recap as we would do. Okay, so we walk. So we're in the middle of fucking nowhere. I I lived with a guy for seven days. She's like. And he's got a puka shell necklace. Don't forget that. I'm like, I, I oh, know. Oh, that's the worst, Stanley, not the puka shells. <laughs> no. It just, she's like, and, you know, just a sea of gay men. As far as the eye can see, a lot of flesh. She's like, lube everywhere. And she's like, don't even get me started on the bathroom. Was like, that his was house that he was staying in? Or was he staying in somebody else's house? No, it was this older gentleman that he had befriended. Oh, God, yeah. So he was... He was getting around like a church collection place. That's what I was trying to say. The second person that I didn't know was like that. Oh, like a swinger or like a player? like a... So I told you the one time that I went to the guy's house and we went to the bedroom and um, I turned on the light and my breath was also taken away because it looked like <laughs> I was in Ricky Schroeder's room and uh, Silver, Silver Spoon. Oh, so he had like one of those, what are those um, Race car motor beds. car <clears throat> beds? Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of similar because he was very short. So, like, everything was very, like, you know. Did you know he was short? I did know that he was short, but I didn't know that he um, would decorate his room accordingly. Absolutely. Where it's like like child's furniture, where you know, like, you're basically sitting on the ground, but you're at the desk. Yep, yep. Like, the bed is like a Like, you're getting your picture taken with the Carters. Yeah, like Tom and Jerry, (laughs) when he sleeps in the matchbook. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm going to be arrested. Who's going to bed tonight? Everything is. And then someone someone was like, "Um, so, how's. uh, uh, how's your uh, friend Fred? I'm like, fine. Why? No reason. Are you dating? I'm like, I get. I guess so. Why? W- what's wrong? Nothing. It's just um, just be careful. I'm like, 
The fuck is that supposed to mean? Look, if you have something to say, can you just say it? Uh oh. I said I don't. I don't really know these games. This don't is talk also in again. code. Also She's again. talking in gay code. Yeah. Also, I wasn't going to a bunch of gay bars, so I didn't really. I couldn't really check up on the scene to see who's zooming who. Well, because I'm still working at a straight bar. The potato my, bar. Playing my straight, my straight role, uh-huh. and then you know. And he's like, uh, he's kind of an escort. <gasps> I said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, what? He's like, he's kind of an escort. I said, he's not. But he has a gimmick, he's so tiny. I said, what are you talking about? He's like, my friend was lonely and I bought him and I sent him over to my friend's house. I bought him. I, I bought said, him. Okay. 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 But you weren't okay. paying for it. And I was just like... <sighs> Do you, I'm sure you have some of these things where like shit like that Don't happens. look at me. I haven't bought an escort. <laughs> I didn't buy the escort. Someone bought him for someone else. For you. Else. No, Maybe not for you, me. It was like an edible arrangement and she got it for you. <laughs> no, see when I this asked This is so him, much better than a singing telegram. Thanks, when I, guys. When I asked him out, I asked Why him out. Why do you think no he was crotch him. level to you? <laughs> I don't It just know. made it easier. But you know, it's just like one of those things where you're just like, of course, like, of course I got splashed by, you know, I'm wearing like a, a white suit. Of course I got splashed by a bus going through like a giant puddle. You were, of course I fell yeah. through a manhole walking across Times Square. We're walking of course, targets for garbage fires. Right. Uh-huh. Of now, course. Now that I understand. Right. That so I like when someone told me that, and of course you're like, you're, you're like a fighter. You're like, fuck you, fuck you. And you turn around and you're like, this happened. Of course, this happened. It makes so much sense. Yeah, but why then he it, had that stack of ones, <laughs> right? But if, you know, bills. but you're still gonna fight that person that told you, like, you don't know anything. Oh my! You haven't God. spent time with him. Oh, it all makes Fuck sense now. I'm playing uh, it back in my head. Well, but I never, mean, I never gave in. I'm like, you don't know anything. And then I'm like, and he's an escort. <laughs> And she's like, what? Wait, and like, you have that. You just dated an escort. I just dated a con man. You know, hindsight. And some kid that uh, lived with me who apparently dated everybody at this weird gay club. I mean, you just dated a guy who just got who got passed around at a gay club. I mean, I just dated an alcoholic who drank girl drinks at 9 a.m. I have my shit together, so don't you drag me down to your level. You gotta have stories like this too. Of course I don't. I mean, he just had a margarita at 10 a.m. that he made for himself in the kitchen. Of course I let him live with me. I barely knew him. Of course I. Of course did. I don't have a story like that. He stole my credit <laughs> cards and my identity. Fool. <laughs> I'm just. Uh, how am I even walking? I don't, I don't even know, know how I have money in my bank account. Like I, I do kind of think like the way. We both have very similar situations in that we always get dragged into the bullshit, but we somehow skate through it on the other side, and that's to tell the story. Well, because that's that's the thing. I'm going to follow this. Some things, I'm just going to follow through just to see what happens. Well, I I feel like I'm encouraging you to do that, but you need to now say yes to the things that I want you to say yes to, like the Joel Gray. Yes. You need to email him, go over his house. Okay? Just always think, what would your co-host do? Let's play this game this week. What could be wrong? It's an abandoned. It's an abandoned warehouse. Farm. Yeah. yeah. There's what a could meat be wrong? Locker they told me hanging. to take my clothes off. Yeah, I'm this is fine. like when I auditioned for that commercial when they told me to get down in my bra and underwear and, and present a rubber chicken to the camera. Wow. I told you that, right? <laughs> I, I thought it was an audition for Apple. 
I, <laughs> I don't know what room I walked into, but I said yes. They were like, great. Here's the thing. Because I was, I was called in for, I think it was around the time that Apple had that, that commercial for their, their headphones where everybody was like dancing, dancing in yeah. silhouette. So I, they had said, oh, it's an audition for Apple. Go in. And you got to look like a punk. And I had short, spiky, multicolored hair at the time. And I was like, perfect, I got this. And I go in and I my punky outfit. And they were like, um, so here's the thing. We've kind of gone in a different direction with this commercial. Can you get down to your bra and underwear? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Sure. Didn't even think twice about it. Because I was like, I want to work. I'll take my yep. pants off. Yep. And I was like, I've got a good set on. Get down to it. And they were like, great. We're going to take pictures of you from the front. All right, now turn around. We're taking pictures of you from behind. Horrifying. Can we take pictures of your hands, which was, to me, the most horrifying part. Because sure. Crypt Keeper hands. Yeah. And then they gave me a rubber chicken and told me to present it to the camera like a Thanksgiving Day turkey. But I make the best choices for myself. What was the product that you were actually selling? I don't know. To this day, I don't know, and there's a picture of me somewhere on the internet in my underwear holding a rubber chicken and presenting it like I was in a Norman Rockwell painting. This Polaroid is on some copywriter's desk. Absolutely. Do you remember that one casting we had? (laughs) Now we were just fucking with people towards the end. Can you believe this jizz bitch fell for it? (laughs) That lesbian with the rubber chicken in her bra? I mean, you can't write this. I can't believe it. I am... I am everybody's screensaver at whatever company this is. Didn't even think for a second. You go, for all I know, I was in the wrong floor. You go for an interview. They're like, you're, you're, you're like, I think I'm just going to get a real job now. I'm going to work at mark at a marketing firm. And like, wait yeah. a minute. Just, I, I want to work for ad copy. That's what I want to do. I want to do advertising. You're sitting, you're the guy's interviewing you. His screensaver comes up and it's you with, with the rubber chicken in your bra. So what makes you qualified for this job? Oh, maybe it's this. Just turns the laptop to face me, and it's me presenting it, smile ear to ear. You're like, to you, valet, I have to go. <laughs> bad choices. Speaking of bad choices, oh we've only been here about five years, and we finally made it to Instagram, Instagram mail, Instagram mail, four hours later. Instagram mail, four hours later. Look yourself mail. up. We make Jim's bad choices, and then we go to a pool. I've had to pee for five hours. In the this will take your breath away. <gasps> this week, like all weeks, we're answering one Instagram mail question. So email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com, if you have any questions that would like to be answered on the air. We clearly all, all topics are on the table. Nothing is too terrifying for us to answer. And chances are, we've lived such stupid lives, we have uh, the advice that would be perfect. Like, uh, For example, what, ha- what happens if you clog up somebody's toilet in somebody else's house? We have learned today. You should do like a gay man's survival guidebook well, of like how to assess the room. How to, how to read signs that your boyfriend may be an escort. Does he have a lot of business cards? Just like Does he always seem tired between 9 a.m. and 11 a.m.? The thing, I just, I. I just pictured every time you, you just talk, have to like keep he's going. a small guy. But you just got to keep going. This is, like, this is like going in for an audition. It's like, okay, I want you to like uh, dance in this song yes. and pretend Michael Jordan walks in. You're like. 
I've and done just, that too. And you leave and you pretend that it didn't happen. It's called no shame. And then you talk about it on a podcast. I like need a job. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, if you're out there, please give me a job that involves hold, being in your underwear and holding a rubber chicken to a camera or speaking on the air. These are the two things that I'm qualified to do. So we have one Instagram mail question this week. Patois, would you like to begin? Sure. Sure. <clears throat> Dear Pod. Dear Pod, my friend is a terrible cook, yet invites us over for dinner all the time. I'm surprised I haven't had food poisoning yet. Her chick is, chicken is so dry, it's like eating a thousand mini-wheats without water. How can I kindly tell her that she's more like Dr. Kevorkian than Betty Crocker? Signed, Dry to the Bone. Dear Dry, I know your friend means well, but you can't always deny her invitation to dinner. Try asking try asking her if, she, if you can bring anything or bake the main course. And before she answers, say you already have the perfect thing already made and all she has to do is prepare the salad. Salad's okay, right? I mean, she can't mess up a salad. Or could she? I mean, I, I guess if she tried some Benihana tricks, I mean, anything is possible. Meeting your friends for dinner should be fun without the worry of who will perform the Heimlich maneuver on you. But it just may take a near-death experience to illustrate her need for cooking lessons. Hey, maybe you two can take a cooking class together at Sur La Table or whatever. I don't know. Or have a chef night at your house and invite him over with a few girls to have the chef teach you at home to cook. I mean, it's just a thought. Or it could be that she is slowly trying to kill you for sleeping with her husband last summer when you helped him with his broken leg. Maybe that's it. If you can't figure out a way to dodge dinner, then just tell them that you're a vegan and you'll never hear from them again. Abby. Ah, you know, a friend of mine bought me a cooking class. Did you use it? No! Does it look like I've used it? <laughs> I was like, this is a wasted $120. No, well, did. your baked goods are delicious. Well, it was like you had an option of like only ethnic cooking. And I'm like, I can't make macaroni and cheese. And you think I'm going to walk in there and be like, curry pad thai, anybody? That blue box is fucking difficult. Scallion pancakes? Exactly. I have to open the box. I have to put the pre-cut items together. Please. Here's what Anne has to say. Dear D to the B, I may be the wrong person to ask. My whole life is a Pinterest fail. I microwave salad. My lady fingers look like monkey assholes. My turkey is drier than B. Arthur's eye roll. I once burned a tray of gingerbread men so badly, I told my guests that it was my child's diorama of Pompeii. Mm. And I don't have a child. And they know that. In my house, dinner is ready when you hear the smoke alarm. My poor Jules has ingested more carcinogens than a coal miner, and he does it with a smile. And you know why? Because he's not a dick. <laughs> People always talk about how relaxing it is to cook, but you know what else is relaxing? Not cooking. Not everyone is meant to be Julia Child. Some of us are more Julia Sugarbaker, serving delicious zingers, not cookies. If your neighbor is kind enough to open her home and refrigerator to you, if you insist on going over and, and risking E. coli, pop a Pepsid and do it with a smile. Or since you're such a guy, Fieri, why don't you invite her over and show her how it's done? Keep rolling out! If you know so much, put your meatballs where your mouth is and host a dinner for her. Or do what I threaten to do anytime I hear my neighbor's kids on the trampoline next door. Move! Good luck, you friggin' ingrate! And happy eating. Aeon. And Landers. And Landers. And. 
tongue in my heart and in my throat today. You know what? That I think we sh- I think we've created <laughs> the sequel to War Paint. I think it's an Ann Landers Dear Abby, Dear Abby musical. Landers, Ann Landers is answering your questions, and so is my fucking sister, because she copies everything I do when I was born five minutes before her. I'm a cheater. I'm a cheater. My hair is on fire, because I got my palm balls too close to my hairdo. Tried anal beads, but they were just my pearls. I can give That's advice on anal. I'm oh so good at anal. <laughs> and that would be a really boring musical, just because it would be like two women on either side of the stage just delivering everything directly to the front. Two old white women. Exactly, who everybody <laughs> wants to hear from right, right now. now. Two overprivileged We're the white original Karens. And Landa's dear Abby. That's, that's all you hear at the beginning. It's just like a like hairspray at the okay, beginning. Okay, that would actually be awesome. It's like in silence, in blackness, just lights up. Like they put the cans down. It's like ching. I'm just saying. Three hours later, it writes itself. You know what else writes itself? <gasps> Wait, sing it like it's Ann and Abby's musical. Ready? Oh, God. It's time for Specialty Cocktail, Specialty Drink. My sister sits on the left side of the stage. I've been working all week and answering these letters and putting my brain on. And I am leaving my husband. I am sleeping with their husband. Husband. The editor's calling. I've got a bag of mail. Two old ladies dance. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, they're gonna break a hip! Stop! (laughs) That shaking you hear behind me is the sound of a spicy jalapeno margarita. James Jules Ferris will not eat the worm, so don't ask. And for this, you will need one half ounce of jalapeno honey syrup. Tell you how to make that in a second. One jalapeno. One half lime cut into two wedges, two and a half ounces of tequila blanco, and seltzer. Now, I did some road testing on this cocktail this week, so I'm just telling you right now, it's going to be very good. <laughs> Here's how you make some jalapeno honey syrup. Are you ready? In a small pot, add one cup honey, one cup filtered water. Bring to a boil until honey is dissolved. Slice a jalapeno in half, remove the seeds, and add to mixture. Simmer on low for 20 minutes, then remove from heat. Allow to steep for at least one hour. Add lime fridges, a small piece of jalapeno in a cocktail shaker, and muddle. Add tequila and honey syrup. Add ice, shake, pour into... You spelled pour, P-O-R, which is appropriate because this is a very Hispanic-forward cocktail. Pour. Pour for you into an ice-filled rocks glass and add a slice of lime as garnish top with a bit of seltzer. And here are the tasting notes. Who's that knocking on the back door? (laughs) 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 Definitely, it's Patrick's escort. So lube yourself up. It's on every lube is on every surface of this. Dr. Grant. <laughs> well, hello there, Summer. Ooh, that's right. Summer's gonna be here in a minute, and we have to prepare for her arrival. But 
We're going to do it a bit lighter this year. Oh, now that we're all vaccinated and shutting off our COVID-19 to fit into our bathing suits, we need a cocktail that doesn't come with love handles. We call on the talents of Tara Roscioli and Beth Ritter and their locale mixology Bible, Clean Cocktails. I was a bit skeptical when making the jalapeno honey syrup for this drink. It wasn't until I tasted how the jalapeno gives flavor and kick to the syrup did I say to myself with a smile, Well, all right, you have my attention. And this little spicy delight deserves your attention. Mm. Hello, summer. So grab your escorts, pay them well, or don't pay them at all. You got a free escort. It's, I think you're I looking at this story too, half, half glasses, half full. But this glass is fully full. Welcome to the spicy jalapeno margarita. Oh, but I'm going to shit blood Did tonight. I mention that it's skinny because of the honey jalapeno? It's got no sugar in it. It's got natural bee mm. poop in it. Mmm. <laughs> mmm. Tastes like bee poop. Mmm. It's just lovely. How many bees had to shit into a comb so that you could enjoy this honey jalapeno margarita? <laughs> Too many. <laughs> Why did bee poo send you over the edge? It just did. Ooh, it's just a funny cover. It's very good. Because you think, oh, jalapeno, it's going to hurt. And we all know that I, I like my food bland and unchallenging. <laughs> yes. The, I grew up in the bland cafe. Yes. Uh, on behalf of a taste of nothing, I say, this is lovely. Mm. I did tell you that the escort stood me up once, right? Well, he had to work, probably. He had a better haul. I took him. I <clears throat> got tickets to Chicago. <gasps> in Chicago. Like right after oh. the film came out. So there was the big like. It was a hat on a hat. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, show's coming. You know, do you want to meet before? And he just never showed? No. So How like long did you date him? I don't really remember. So mm. then I had to call my sister. I said, hey. And I really wasn't <laughs> like talking to anyone about being gay or anything. I'm like, hey, I was stood up. I got <gasps> two tickets to Chicago. Do you want to go? Because it was like the fourth row or something. You like d- that. Oh, did you spend this for him? Like yeah. to show him a good time? Yeah. And then he didn't show, never heard from him again. No, because he was showing someone else I hope a good he's time. dead in the Chicago. <laughs> oh, that's My sister and I had a great time, though. Well, she closed see. her shop, got downtown. Of course she did. You had tickets to Chicago, in Chicago, with the band Chicago <laughs> opening for them. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. That's called, like, that's a hat trick. <laughs> that is uh-huh. amazing. That's a Chicago hat trick. Mm. Mm. This is very light. It is, right? Like, it's not, like, I'm just surprised. It's bee poop. Bee poop. Why did bee poop do it? I'm in here. I'm in here. <laughs> That's every bee in a honeycomb. It's like, oh, my God. Oh, shit. Don't look at me. Don't, don't look at me. Oh, my God. The queen's coming. Don't. Oh, oh my God. You guys, I back clogged. Back in, back in, back in. I clogged the honeycomb. How do we turn the honeycomb off? Get Patrick. Get Patrick. Get, it's very easy. He knows how to do this. <laughs> I don't have hands. How do I pull the honey out of the comb? This is where the this is where the documentary of uh, the Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston comes in. I'm gonna have to put my finger up there. What? <laughs> Just let it happen. Just think of something else. Okay, it's gonna be real sticky. It's gonna be really <laughs> it's sticky. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, someone light a candle. Mm-hmm.